no one's told you today, you are amazing and you are beautiful and you're capable of so many things. Please excuse, my hair is not doing what I'm telling it to do. I think like most people during lockdown, I need to go see a professional and have it cut instead of just sticking the scissors in and landing up with whatever I got. <laughs> I will hopefully be doing that soon. So for now, today, it's just hidden away because I've tried mousse, I've tried gel, I've tried coconut oil, <laughs> I've tried everything and I think I've got the wrong shampoo and conditioner. It doesn't agree with my hair, like literally. So um, please excuse and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today I'm going to be talking a bit about something very serious, um, narcissistic abuse, about narcissism. Um, this could be within the family, this could be within your relationship, this could even be um, dealing with children that have narcissistic traits. One of the main things I'd done, because I had been in a few relationships with narcissists, I um, it took quite a while to get past that, being quite empathetic. I've learned that my empathy is a gift. It's not something that I must be ashamed of, but I needed to learn how to use my empathy in the right direction. For those that you are, that for those of you that are aware of narcissism and how it works, um, and you've managed to get out, great. For those of you that are still going through some form of abuse, what I've written here was written in the past, but it was written in the present tense. So at that time, I've restructured it and wrote it so that it's now in the past. But there's a little lesson at the bottom of how you can actually get through things, especially if you've been gaslit so many times and you started to believe whatever was being said to you. They say, you know, repeat a thing often enough and it becomes your truth. So here goes. Well done. Each step forward is a battle won in the war, as we are literally targets. Past knocks, I cut them out, but I did not fully understand about the disorder. It is literally a disorder. I just knew it was not healthy and that hurt and anger seemed to be the only outcome of my everyday. This one I was working on leaving. It was emotionally confusing and draining, but being aware had made all the difference. I had to do some serious soul searching. I did rationalize by asking myself, Am I a better person without them? It was a selfish question, but necessary. From an empath's point of view, it was selfish. I was healthier when they were ignoring me as I could focus on myself and I started to rebuild the most important relationships with the people who mattered. Because you cannot pour from an empty cup and they seem to drill a hole at the bottom of this cup of generosity and kindness and empathy that you might have, trying to totally drain you, in my experience anyway. I had serious lapses as empathy got the better of me. Normally that is good, but in this situation I had to detach. I asked myself, would you accept your son or daughter, a friend or a loved one being treated this way or anybody else for that matter? I was learning to accept that they are who they are and they were not going to change unless there was some serious divine intervention and that change was in their hands ultimately. However, my sanity and safety was not worth it and I was not sticking around to be living for a possibility, not even a probability. I wrote down all the false statements they had made about me. I reflected on them. Those which were silly childish attacks I crossed out, such as calling me fat, 
ugly, old, and even stupid. Those which were more complex attacking my reactive behavior because that is what it was. Some of it, which was true. I asked myself, why did, why did I behave like that? For example, being cold over time, but always submissive nonetheless, always backing down for either fear of emotional or physical abuse and just being tired. It was a lack of my emotional needs being met and being insulted to the point of shame, being compared to others. I wrote my results of slander underneath all these statements. <clears throat> then I went a step further. Under normal circumstances, what was I like? How would I naturally behave without this negative impact and energy? I then used the last few statements as affirmations of my self-worth. I flipped the script to realize it is not worth a thought about what they said or done as an empty vessel makes the most noise. My cup is full and I'm filling that hole they try to drill at the bottom and drain from me. There's a very important question. This is something I wrote down as well at that time. I was asking, and this is, you can't ask a narc this directly. It's something you need to reflect and ask yourself as if you're asking them, are you worthy of me? And sadly, that answer is often no. Because if it was yes, the answer would, you, would come to you, pour into my cup and I shall overflow with everything you need. So sadly, that's generally not the case. They're not going to change. Their behavior is not going to change. You have the power to change how you live your life. Detach from the situation. Carl Jung said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. You will believe that this is the direction that your life is supposed to be going. So the more that we continue repeating these same patterns and cycles, the more we're going to be trapped and be living a life that we do not want to live. Because you are not that person. If you're dealing with controlling people, they either have controlling behavior. Um, there's different ways that they can do this. It's very manipulative. It can be super subtle um, to the point that you're not even realizing what's going on. That you are questioning your own sanity. So say goodbye to that today. You have a choice and you can make it. If you are in a dangerous situation, you only you know when it's safe to leave. Let's just put it to you this way. It took me almost two years to leave. And that was losing everything. That I'd become a shell of who I actually was. And it wasn't that I didn't want to leave. I didn't have the resources to leave. And I also didn't have the support to leave. Because everybody says to you, I'm here for you when you need me. But how many people are actually there when you need to leave? It's actually quite frightening. It took strangers to assist me to get to that point. It took strangers to assist me to get to that point. And then it took everything that I had inside of me. I had to muster up some really freaky courage to go but the thing is i know that if you are in that situation that you have the courage to leave you have the courage to start again you have the courage to do what you have to do to move forward 
and also to heal. Healing takes time. You know, a wound needs dressing. It needs cleaning out. It needs time for it to scab over. And once it's scabbed, it takes time for that to heal. It's a horrible analogy. Again, I don't use the best analogy sometimes, but that's what it's like. It is like a massive wound. Sometimes you are left with a bit of a scar, but that scar is a reminder of the strength that you have and the things that you have overcome. So choose better today. And like I said, you know, make that unconscious conscious and make a conscious choice to be better. You do not need to deal with toxic people. And then once you're out of it, start addressing the things that are toxic about you. Because like myself, codependency is a toxic behavior. It is a toxic behavior. That empathy and narcissism can be on the same scale. Our reasons are just different. Heal, be better, do better. So I hope that's helped someone out there. And my words might sound harsh, but it it is a harsh thing leaving a narcissist. And being in groups and forums and helping support other women that are in these situations and learning how to put up boundaries and become a better person. Because people don't know what your boundaries are if you don't tell them. The thing with narcissism is often there's love bombing and they do like copying you and telling you things that you want to hear. The problem in that situation is we're so craving and desperate for some form of love and validation that we're not actually listening to what they are saying. We're not looking out for the indicators in their mannerisms and behavior. They are literally copying you because they take the time to listen. They might have similar interests, but they do love bomb. And you've not drawn that boundary because you're so desperate for something. You want to fill yourself up with love and you want to share that love with someone else. And that sharing that love is getting validation. You don't need anybody to validate you. You are loved. You are worth it. You are amazing. Just understand that. Understand that you are amazing. And love yourself. It takes time, but it's a lesson that needs to be learned. Don't fall for flattery. Because it makes you feel better. Because you've set that standard, that bar so low for yourself. Because that is what you are used to. Set your bar so freaking high that they'll have to train like an Olympic athlete to get over it. Don't accept just kindness and being polite as the bare minimum. Because that is, in, in the scope of things, natural human behavior. Being kind to, uh, to others. Being polite. This is not a standard. This should be expected as a minimum. So set your bar really, really high. But also remember that when you set that bar high for others, set those boundaries in place. They won't know what your boundaries are unless you tell them. Be clear about what you are willing to accept and not accept. And set your standards high for your behavior as well. Because if you love yourself and you generally want to love others and care for others, this goes, like I said, um, uh, romantic relationships, friendships, acquaintances, work relationships, everything. Set that bar so high for yourself so that you won't accept anything less than the best.
of what serves you and what you can serve. So I ho really hope that's helped somebody. Um, and hopefully, well, I'm going to do a video tonight, I hope. And um, I'm going to go wash my hair again because, oh my goodness, it's a mess. And um, yeah, bit of self-care. Look after yourself. Be kind to yourself. Speak nice words to yourself. If you are going through this, you are not alone. Once you come to a realization that you are living through this kind of abuse, you'll start noticing that there's so many other people around you. Start researching. And be better. Right. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day, no matter what time that you've seen this. And hopefully I'll be back this evening. So keep well. Much light, love and blessings. Bye.